power of a positive no. Oh, wow, that was the, that was the best quote of the century. The power of no. The power of saying, actually, not now. I'm, I'm busy. I'll help you later. I'm, I'm just a little bit involved in something else. And for some people, this might be completely easy and obvious, but for others, it's really difficult. And that's why we keep going down the rabbit hole, don't mm-hmm. we? So I want to I pull apart the fact that I did really, really get my head around the Pomodoros. That's really not homework as more of a concept. But what I did do is I really got my head around Wonderlist, which I love. I use it on my phone. I've got a Samsung S4 now. And I love it. I love the idea that you can just set little goals and you, you know, they're on your list and you check them daily and then you click it and it goes away. And um, it's so efficient, yeah. isn't it? Wonderful. I live by it. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I don't know what I would do without it because I am reliant on it personally, professionally, in terms of not only the tasks and the chores, like my husband and I just got a new bed, but there were a lot of moving parts, right? We had to get rid of the old frame. We had to get the mattress to the recycling center. We had to coordinate the um, the drop-off of the new mattress, all of these details. And the reason I bring this up, even though it's a personal situation, is that when you start to make these shifts, as you've started to do, it is not something that is just Keith in business mode. It becomes mm. a way that you better your overall life because it will flow into everything. And yeah, because they absolutely. Work. And what you'll find is that in going through this process, in sort of peeling back the layers of what is holding you back professionally, you're going to be uncovering things that when you make these changes and you, you apply um, these actions in your daily life, it will improve things personally as well as professionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting. And, and Wonderlist is a tool that allows you to just put that process into action. Mm-hmm. It's just the most amazing app, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I love it. It's so simple, yet can help somebody so much. It's, it's like the simplest solution, but it allows you to tackle the most complex problems. Mm-hmm. And what it does primarily for me is it allows me, if I, if I have a moment, this is the way my mind currently works, it may stop doing this. I have these genius level ideas in the middle of the night and I'm thinking, oh, that's brilliant. Geez, that's good. Now, years ago, I might have done that straight away. Now, with Wonderlist, I just say, I write a little note to myself, I'll check this out tomorrow, cold light a day, I'll give it 25 minutes. I'll honour myself, that idea sounds good, but I'll, I'll play with it for 25 minutes, one of my Pomodoros, and I'll either decide to keep it or chuck it out. And lately, I don't even get to them. I go, okay, well, actually, that was a bit silly. What was I thinking? Sometimes you may uncover an idea that is a great idea, but it's just not a great idea right now. And what I do is I have a, a, a list that literally is called later that I just put all of those things in there. Wow. It's a, it's a wow. note now. I know it's a great idea, but if I were to enact it right now, it would be a descriptor. It would be a distraction. So instead, mm. I just slide it. You can drag and drop those into different lists. I just drag and drop it into my later list. Later. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing that I, and this wasn't actually part of the homework, but you've been bugging me, and a few people have mentioned it over the last couple of weeks, and especially last year, you've mentioned it a lot, Evernote, this idea that when you've got an idea, Keith, just Evernote it, 
just find a way to save it somewhere and come back to it and don't get distracted because this is what the ADD shiny penny idea is. I've got this idea now and it's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. But I've got so many other things I could be doing. And you, 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 you get into a bit of a muddle. So how do you use Evernote and how does it compare to, to say, Wonderlist as a sort of in terms of your strategy? Well, for me, Evernote is sort of my um, catch-all for the brain dump. So Ever, or, uh, Evernote is. Wonderlist, I record tasks and to-dos. I use it as a true task manager. Um, whereas mm. with Evernote, I'm going to have a lot more detail. I might have a bunch of notes that write that I write out. I might have a bunch of links surrounding a specific something that I'm researching. And within Evernote, I have notebooks for everything that I am working on. So as an example, I have a notebook, an individual notebook in Evernote for each one of the physical products that I sell on Amazon. Each one of my branded, you know, personal products, mm. I have a, a notebook for. Each Within each one of those notebooks, I have things like the keywords that were the best keywords, the top 150 keywords that uh, I have yeah, in there yeah. for my research. I have another page in that notebook that has the um, Amazon description so that when I want to split test my description and see what's get, getting a better conversion rate, I can do that. So it's all of the details. It's more, I, I think the best mm. way to describe it is go back to your high school, college days and picture Evernote like literally the binder that you would have carried to school with you that has all your notes, everything that you took, everything that you looked up. Mm. So mm. it's it's more in-depth. It's truly, I treat it truly like a notebook. And, be- and do, you, do you use the app version or do you do it on your, your Mac or your PC or your laptop? I or- have... I have everything connected. So for me, yeah, for me, there is no part of what makes me productive and how part of how I've put my success together is, as you know, I travel a tremendous amount. Mm, So mm, I have mm. put myself in a position because I know this about myself. If I do not have access to everything from every device, I will give myself an excuse why I can't do it now. So one of the ways that I police myself is I remove that ability to say, oh, well, I don't want to deal with it because it's not easy to do on my phone, as an example. So for me, everything is connected. Wonderlist, Evernote, Dropbox. Those three are connected on every device, and they're all connected to each other. Yeah. And And that in itself is a really clear, powerful lesson for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, especially solopreneurs, and people in business in general, this idea that you don't want to say, oh, geez, you know, all that stuff's on my laptop. Uh, I, I can't have access to it on my tablet. Or I'm, I'm, I'm out and about and I'm on my phone and I, I don't know how to get all that stuff on my phone. That, I mean, I'm still struggling with that a little bit. And that, that idea that those three devices are all interconnected. So if you're on a plane on the way to Japan and you have an idea you can just pull up that file and mm-hmm. do it. There's no excuses. There's no, there's no uh, barrier. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's also important to mention, though, that, that that's a really fine line because you can become overly addicted to your technology and actually be counterproductive because you never cut yourself off. Um, the same way that I have Pomodoros for getting work done, 
I actually have specifically designated time each day where A, I go to the gym and then a second block of time where B, I'm not allowed to work. Um, and my husband and I have wow. some really strong boundaries with that because for me, it's really easy to be a workaholic that just works around the clock. Mm. So, you know, you got to find that good balance and everybody is personally different. Um, but you know, for me being a workaholic, I have to make sure that there's boundaries that don't allow me to always be on technology. And for other people, the reverse can be true where they have to make sure that they remove obstacles and that they always have access to technology. But knowing how to balance both is equally important. Well, the the important thing to know is that it is there for you. If you are on a plane, you've got the ex, you've got the ability to access your Word documents on your mm -hmm. tablet. You can you know you can read your PDFs on your mm -hmm. phone. You can you can check things on your PC and your laptop, or your tablet and your, your mm -hmm. phone, wherever you are. And I think that is a really major lesson for entrepreneurs. But bigger the bigger lesson is, but make sure you factor in downtime. And for me, as we we've chatted about this in a completely different series, at six o'clock I down tools and I cook mm -hmm. tea. I love cooking tea for my wife. She comes home, she's had a hard day. I, I make dinner. There's some real organic naturalness about that. You know, we, we eat. I'm not a very good cook, but it's, you know, it's edible. We, uh, you know, we, we have a cup of ch a chai. And as I mentioned, we have a bicky, which is the Aussie word for saying biscuit. And we watch a bit of telly. So between six and ten, I'm out of the zone. I'm really completely out of the world. I'm, no one knows where mm -hmm. I am. No one needs to know where I am. I'm uncontactable. Mm -hmm. But it's a four-hour block where I speak one-on-one -on -one time with my wife. And that's a recharger for me and also a way of her decoding from the day absolutely and so i think i think we've got the balance i just need to be a little bit more productive in the eight to six period so that's part two part two was all about really saying no and the other idea is not now a t-shirt not now it's a good idea but we'll do it later so we're just about at the end of part two. I'm going to put uh, this one together with part one uh, as, a, as a cluster uh, about not now, the power of a positive no. But I want to come back and I want to decode on my version of the homework as it relates to the 10 products and to ask you whether or not I went deep enough and what the learning was there because I don't know what you know. I don't know where you're taking me. And I, actually, this is part of the excitement of this journey. I really don't know where this is going. It's not like we're just playing out some formula that we've done a million times. I have no idea what's going to happen next. And that's sort of exciting, mm -hmm. isn't it? So we're going to come back and we're going to decode on my Twitter products decoded, my top 10 favorites. <laughs> 